it doesn't matter, like I said, if you have $0 or $1 billion, right? Yep. Just put all the effort into it and make it the way you want it to be. It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Hello, I'm Ben Schrock, and coming back for part two, Brian Winters. Brian, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Yep. So today, uh, well, in the first episode, kind of recap, um, just dove in a little bit deeper about uh, you know uh, the NFL and, and Brian's experiences through that and, and how he really uh, became a good saver and, and the, the techniques that he used and uh, influences that he had and all that kind of stuff. So you can always check out part one. It was a really good 30-minute uh, episode, which is a little bit out of the norm for us. We're usually used to about 10 to 12 minutes. So oh, look at that. good conversation, <laughs> man. It was, it was fun. Yeah. But um, part two, we're going to kind of dive into life after football. And, you know, we don't know when that date may be, kind of to be determined for Brian. But um, we're going to kind of get into his brain a little bit and see what he wants to do. And so, you know, Brian, I guess we'll, we'll kind of start it off with that. Have you thought about life after football? Or has it always been so laser focused on football that, that you didn't really think about that? Yeah, you know, it's always been football from the time I started. But, you know, going back, like you asked me in part one, if I wasn't playing football, what would I do? Yeah. And I think um, real estate is something that I really want to get into. I think it's a very good growing investment. Sure. And anyone can do it, right? You, you couldn't have two pennies rubbed together and you could start a real estate yep. firm and you know grow a real estate empire. And that's something that I think personally is you know grown to my interest because you know I can continue to let my money work, right? Mm-hmm. And start small and build up. You know, give me something to do let that work and you know have have fun with something sure was it was it always real estate or is it more of a recent thing that that kind of clicked for you or wh- what kind of got you to that that door is yeah it- i'm a i'm a big numbers guy right yeah. so i love i'm always constantly crunching numbers mm-hmm. right I'm, and I'm thinking about things to like keep growing like say say i'm done playing football right sure. i just want to continue to make money right and that's my biggest thing so that was something you know these past couple of years i was you know just seeing how you can grow such great wealth sure. through real estate, like I said, from nothing. So, you know, if if I don't feel like touching my money and letting it grow, I can continue and do real estate. And I can, you know, start with one building and, you know, go on, so forth, so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to unpack that quite a bit because, you know, doing real estate at its core, you know, there's so much you can do with it. And we're, we're, we're going to take a, diver, a deeper dive into that here in a second. You know, because I personally do it myself. You know, right. I have a, a business partner. We do it ourselves, and and um, uh, it's it's a fun venture for us. And it and we've also seen the the fruits of that that labor pay right. off. And um, so it is a very lucrative business. I've done right, and and something that I think is a great diversifier when it comes to your overall portfolio. And I think that's the key. Is is you're not sitting here telling me, yeah, Ben, I'm gonna, you know, I'm cashing out, man. I'm gonna right. cash everything I got out, and I'm gonna roll the dice here and buy a whole bunch of houses and, and real estate. Right? Not happening. Yeah. <laughs> exactly so now was it like like i said it, it's something that that kind of clicked for you that made sense was there someone that again i always i'm always a big mentor kind of guy right. right always looking up to someone or is there someone out there that that had an impact on you that said you know what hey brian let's let's take a look at real estate i think it's a good venture for you you know it's it's funny i was actually looking you know i follow all these uh pages on social media mm-hmm. and a lot of them are you know business empire pages and you know how to you know how to you know gain wealth and sure. not and real estate was one of them and you know so i'd follow i'd, I'd go down a rabbit hole i'd just yeah. click one page and lead me to another and next thing you know i'm following a guy who started from nothing and you know has 
you know, 350 doors. Yeah. And he's making, you know, a crazy amount of money. So I kind of started following his page and kind of just been, I've actually, you know, talked to him and picked his brain over it. And it's just, it's one of those things that it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool to hear his, his side and how it, how it happened. Yeah. And like you said, I think that's the cool part. And you made a mention that earlier. You know, you start from nothing. If you go back now again, uh, looking at Trump, he he didn't he you know didn't have nothing. He didn't right. come from from nothing. So you know, but he built a, a mega empire. You know, Barbara Corcoran is on the Shark Tank. Right. You know, she literally I think, believe she was a waitress at one point in time and and built an real empire. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. Grant Cardone. You know, you can go on and on with yep. those types of names in the real estate business that have really done well for themselves. And and it is something about. That I still think there's like like the bootstrap mentality too. Absolutely. though. you know you gotta you gotta put in the time early on to build it out to that scale. Um, when it comes to to your world, like, are you thinking I want to build this empire? Are you thinking you know I want to kind of a tight, nice run company that that is very efficient, just cranking out income? Or like, have you given much thought into the metrics of the business itself? Yeah, I was thinking like you know maybe start with you know a certain amount of money and build from there. So let's just say five doors, right? And you're, you're looking for a place, you know, middle-class homes, Mm -hmm. you know, in that $200,000 range and you're building from there. And you know, the five-year plan is to have 25 homes. If you can multiply, if you could, you know, gain five a year, you're, you're, you're on the right track. So my biggest thing is I don't want to pull money from this. I don't want to, I just want to put everything back into the company, right? So if you get five homes, whatever your profit is, you're rolling that back into it. You know what I mean? And building from there. That makes sense. And, and I, and I always go back to that, you know, okay. Uh, if I, if I had nothing, if I'm listening to this and I'm saying, this guy's telling me, if you don't know, do you don't have two pennies to rub together and you can go build a real estate? Yeah. Bull crap. You know, right. oh, how do you do it now? Now we look at this and say, okay, then start small. You know, right. you just mentioned, okay, buy five doors. Well, I can't do that. Right. How do we start small? I look at it and say, if we want to start small, I'll go buy a duplex. Right. Yeah. And I'll live in one half rent, one half other, rent the other half out mm-hmm. and pay it off quicker than take the, the equity out of that and go buy another one. Boom, boom, boom. You know, just how it kind of snowballs. So you have to be a little bit patient on the front end, right? You can't right. just go in there and just dive right in you got to start a little bit small or maybe start a little, a little bit large depends on your savings right? right yeah and you know there's there's starts to each you know everyone's got to start to their story so mm-hmm. you know my story could be different than yours but you know i don't think it's smart to just you know pull a million dollars out and go buy a bunch of homes sure. right i think you gotta you know if it's something new to you and you have no idea what you're doing yep. you might as well start small and build your way up you know build confidence figure out what you want to do and how you want to do it if you want to you know, do condos, if you want to do single family homes, you yep. know, different things like that. You got to, you know, and I think it's good to have a mixed portfolio, mm-hmm. obviously, but you know, you just, you got to figure out your niche and you got to figure out what you want to do and attack that. Yeah. And it's interesting you said that because it reminds me of what we talked about last time, how you said, you know, starting small, you were talking about like the Robin Hoods, right? Like right. like starting small in the investment world. Okay. I'm going to dabble with a couple hundred bucks, see right. how it goes. I love that about you because it, it tells me you're a little bit more, you err on the side of caution. Absolutely. You're not just going to just go all in from day one, which is great. So I love that advice. And I think that's, that's great for anyone that's listening in terms of how you get started in there. So now, when it comes to the the passive income nature of it, strikes me as, as like your fit with this. You, you made mention earlier too. Uh, I don't want to work a nine to five job, right? right? Is this why real estate is is kind of that that thing for you? Yeah, I think it's one of those things that you can you, you can be as hands on as you want, right? Yeah. Or you can work from afar. 
And I just think real estate will take you to wherever you want to go. If you want it to be a big thing or you just want it to be something that, you know, keeps your attention, you know, keeps you busy. Sure. Like you can either build that empire that you want or you can just, you know, it could be something that you want to, you want to do. And I want to do it to the point where, you know, something I can pass on to my kids. Right. Because I want them to understand that, like, I don't want them to just see me not doing anything. Right. Sure. So I want them to understand like, you know, the value of a dollar, like we talked about and work ethic and all that. So I don't, I want them to see that. And I want them to understand that like, this is real life. Yeah. And and I think that's a great thing. And, And I love that too, with, with you being, you know, we said where you're being conservative, but again, I think you're a risk taker at, at the core. You know, yeah. it, 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 anyone that, that starts a business has, you know, guts to, to take a chance. Right. You know, I was 26 when I started this business. Now we're celebrating our 10th year. And if I would honestly go back in time and, and think, well, I, I give advice to a 26 year old, I'd be like, you're crazy. You know, right? what are you doing? Know. Same thing with you. You said, I went all in when I was knew I was going to go to the, or thought I could go play the, at the next level. Um, you took that chance and, and here you are again. <laughs> you, you obviously, you were rewarded with right. that. So you did the right thing, but you're ready to roll a dice again. Yeah. Risk, risk taking, I think is all about it, right? Like I'm always, you don't, I don't want to be average and you know, yeah. that shouldn't be a mentality in life. You always want to be the best that you can be. Right. Sure. So put everything into it. You know, if, if it isn't financially, like do whatever you can to get to that point where you can, you know, like, like I said, going back, you can start with one place, yep. you know, it doesn't have to be 10 places. It doesn't have to be five places. Just get one place, get your foot in the door, figure out if you like it and build slowly. You know, you could have five places in 10 years, yeah. right? Which is still great. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, five places a year or whatever, you know, just start somewhere. Right. And you don't have to have, you know, a hundred units with 50 employees running right. the show. You know, it, it's everyone. I always look at it as um, like in our, in our world, you know, there's a lot of advisory firms that run theirs on a growth based mentality and some that run it on a lifestyle based business model. Where, right. You know, I'm going to work three days a week and, and that's it and take, you know, four days off and vacation, do everything else. Or I'm so focused on growth, 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 that I'm going to work, you know, 40, 60 hours a week, you know, and and just continue the grind to grow as fast as I can and buy multiple businesses. So, you know, I always look at it from our angle. I think we're kind of somewhere in the middle. You know, I like the lifestyle practice of it because that's, you know, we we work hard to enjoy life. But um, I also want to grow at a certain pace too. You know, if you felt anything like your drive for this real estate have you felt anything like that do you feel like it's more of a lifestyle or you feel like more growth are you kind of somewhere in between yeah i'm in between you know i just want to like i said leaving the nfl whenever that is i just want something to stay busy right but wherever that direction takes me like if it grows to like a crazy rate yeah i'm gonna be super excited about that right but if it takes time and just keeps my attention you know, I'm fine with that too. I'm going to do whatever I can mm-hmm. to make this business. You know, I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket Yeah, and, you know, just work hard or whatever it is. Right. And is it something that you've always had this, this itch like this, that I always relate to like the entrepreneurs. This is a great, you know, episode for us to kind of kick that off. I'm really trying to grab more business owners and entrepreneurs like yourself that, that are going to, I can sit down and talk to and, and interview. And I, you know, I'd love to fast forward three, four years from now and get you back on and say, look, tell me what, what you're, what you're doing now, real estate wise, but I tell you, I got one house yeah. in four years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but <laughs> riding the, riding the moped from yeah. door to door. <laughs> 
But um, is it something that you've always had that knack, that itch, that, that you're like, I, I want to own my own business someday? Has it been like a driving force behind that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, in the NFL, like you control your own path, right? Sure. You can be as good as you want, or if you're bad, you, you're, you're cut and you ain't playing anymore, yep. right? So when I'm done with this, I think that mentality is going to carry on with me, right? And, you know, I want to distill that in my kids. Yep. And I want them to understand that, like, Everything that you work for, like nothing comes easy and nothing comes free, right? You yep. got to work hard for it. And I think that is the mentality that I have. And I think that's very true in the NFL too, Brian, that, that you know, you're almost on an island, right? You're, right. you're part of a big team, big organization, and, and, and work for a big, big corporation there. But it's you. It's you, the, your brand, you know, how big you want to scale it, right? Look at LeBron, Michael Jordan, all those, the, the brands right. that they build. You're kind of an entrepreneur like forced into that role in the NFL because it's it's your performance. It's solely on you right. to do that and get that next contract and continue uh, earning a living in the NFL. Exactly. Yeah. It all depends on how far you want to take that. Yep. So if you want to, if you want to be the best, you know, you got to put in the work. So it, it, it's just, it, there's levels to it and there's, you know, you got to climb that ladder. Yeah. So um, let's, let's unpack the, uh, I, I made mention, we're going to kind of dive in deeper on the, the real estate side of uh, things. Cause again, it's a, it's a world that, that I enjoy myself. And do you see yourself like just building a, like you said, you mentioned a portfolio and, and I love the fact that you said also it'd be something I could pass down to my kids. I think that's a, an awesome way to, to continue that legacy and, and give them, you know, a great business venture to jump into. But right. um, when it comes to, to the real estate properties within your portfolio, do you have a, an idea of where you want to start and then where do you want to kind of build out from there? Yeah. You know, the condo route is something that I think is great and it's protected on both sides, right? Mm -hmm. You know, HOA covers pretty much everything, yep. right? You know, all your outside things, you know, you got that community to live in. You know, it's it's very it's very big on the eyes for a lot of people. You know, you, that's the class that I'm going to, you know, target. Target at first. Yeah, I think so. I think that is where I'm going to put most of my time at because it's a good transition mm -hmm. spot. You know, it's not a high risk. Yeah. Right. But, you know, I think there's a lot of reward through it. Have, are you thinking, have you given much thought, I should say, uh, of the um, like maybe a 55 and older community um, or because, again, I see it with our client base and I know we, we haven't even really discussed it. It just kind of came to my mind. Um, you know, we have a lot of clients that are selling their houses now and just renting because they, they may not want to be here long term. Or right. They want to they may not want to live in Florida, buy a house down there, but they want to go spend three months there. Some in Arizona, California, here, wherever. Have you thought much about the, the niche of it, like laser focused on that or kind of just a broad brush? of? Yeah, I, I haven't really dug into or dived into like what what I want to you know, target obviously you know condos is what I want to target but yeah as far as like a 55 and over like I know there's money to be had in that and also like say like Florida like communities out there that's yeah. where it's at like because you know when you're older you don't want to live in the north you know right. you you want to migrate south yep. so I feel like a lot of people want to do that so I don't know I'm, I'm up in the air you know I'm open to all options sure if, if there's a good venture that comes my way Yep. You know, entertain it, entertain it. Um, is, is it something too that, that as you kind of diversify out or, you know, build this portfolio, I think that's the important key. Have you given much thought into like, you know, in our world, diversification, right? You're not just going to own Apple or own every single company that, that we can spread it across and, and stay diversified to be kind of market resistance. Cause again, anything real estate related, you think, okay, 2008, when the right. real estate crash, right. well, have you, have you thought about that? You know, being a little bit more conservative, like you mentioned, thought about the, okay, how do I diversify this thing so that if we do have a, a market crash and I'm not going to get stung? Yeah. Um, 
you know, <laughs> I haven't really thought too wide on it. Yeah. I've, you know, just more so thought on like, you know, the single family to condo homes. Right. Okay. But, you know, like we talked about earlier, um, you know, interest rates go high. What do people do? Yeah. They're always renting. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, that is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. You know, every, there's always going to be renters, right? There's, there's a butt for every seat is the way I look yep. at it, right? So you're always going to have people in there. And I think when it comes to my portfolio to begin with, we'll probably start around the 10 home mark okay. um, over the five years, maybe, you know, maybe a little less of the condos and the single family homes just to get our feet wet. You never know. Like, you know, we might venture out and do um, different type of, you know, the, the duplexes, the, yep. you know, the apartment complexes. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like those, um, the uh, mall, the strip mall areas, yeah, yeah. you know? So there's definitely ways, and you know, I know those are very profitable. I have friends who do that too. Sure. But I just feel like as far as what I know, I think condos, and that's the thing, you want to you start with things that you know, right? Yeah. I don't know much about it, but, you know, if I feel comfortable about something, I'm going to, you know, try that. And then learn as you go too. Exactly. You know, it's, it, that's the cool thing about you is like you said, okay, how did this all start? Well, I started following people on Instagram. Right. I started, you know, <laughs> clicking and clicking and diving right. down the rabbit holes and then, it, it, that's cool because that's how you learn, right? right? You don't you don't just you know go out there and wing it. You're you're kind of studying that and, and learning about each thing, and then you're progressing and building it out from there. Now, the interesting thing about the strip malls is is we um, we did business with a company a long time ago with uh, that did REITs, real estate investment trust. Yeah. To you know everyone can invest in and buy in, but their their whole focus was um, grocery stored anchored plazas right. because their philosophy was we want to fall around the boomers. What do they do? Well, if they go to, they're going to grocery shop, okay, and then they're going to, typically there's a pharmacy within the grocery store. So right. a grocery store at Anchor Place is always going to have traffic. So other buildings around it are always occupied. So Very it was smart. an interesting model that, that really uh, turned out pretty nice for, for their REITs. So. Yeah, that's that's that, that's a good way to do it. And you know what all, it's, it's whatever you're targeting, right? Whatever yeah. whatever you want, like you said, you know, a 55 and older community or like a strip mall. It, it's all what you feel like you feel comfortable and you know the most about. Yeah. So have you thought about the... Um, uh, in terms of aligning yourself with the, the right partners and, and like building this thing out scaling wise to say, okay, this is Brian Winters is starting the show. Okay. Now do I need an accountant and an attorney? Like, do I need the, the right people involved investors? Or are you saying, you know what, we're going to start small and just figure this out as I go. Right. We're going to start small. So I'm going to, you know, me and my buddies that I grew up with, we're yeah. going to start this venture. You know, we've been friends for a long time and you know, we've always talked about doing something together yep. and, um, we feel like starting out on a small scale, there's all types of platforms that can help you do this on your own, right? So you don't need these other people. Yeah. There's these apps uh, out there, you know, Rent Ready is one of them, right? Okay. So it controls everyone's uh, payments, rent payments to you. So the owner downloads the app, right? And they the renter downloads the renter side of the app. So pretty much they can pay you through that. They can write you questions. They can tell you if things are wrong. So it's a very like versatile app that helps you with everything. Like a digital property manager. Correct. Right? Exactly. So you get an hour course from them, you know, they, they, they run you through everything and then, you know, they put you on your way and it, you know, they help you along the way with questions and whatnot. But I think we're going to start on a scale where we can control, right? I don't yeah. want to go out there and get a bunch of people involved and then, your margins are smaller, sure. right? You Absolutely. know what I mean? So you want to go somewhere that, you know, your, your, your margins are tight. It's between you guys and yeah. something you can figure out and stay in control of. Yeah. And it's something too, where as you scale and as you add more employees, more mouths to feed and, and then you also have the, the, 
you know, running that business and, and, you know, you, you tend to drift away from what made you interested in the first place. Right? right. And you lose sight of that. And that's probably something that, that I've always enjoyed about the, what we've done here is that I've still, enjoy, I still have done my day to day operation from day one. Right. I'm kind of like a big baby. I like to do what I want when I want, right. you know? And, right. And so if it's going in the back and golfing a little bit or whatever, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I like to do that. Right. So, um, and, and I don't like to do that, those operational things. And, right. And that's the, I don't want to lose sight of that from our business. Yeah. And I just don't want it to grow at a certain rate <clears throat> and for any company, you don't want it to grow so fast that you like, you know, you lose the qualities of everything. Correct. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, again, it's back to that entrepreneur is that it's that brand, right? Right. You're the name behind the brand. Correct. You know, I, I you know, named the, the, our business after myself. So obviously, you know, a Google, bad Google review or something like that, you know, they're going to know who Tags it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty quickly. There's but, that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, it is something that always in the back of your mind, right? You want that quality to consistently be there. You don't want to be that that landlord that's getting a bad rap online. And, and I think that's the other side of it in today's day and age that everything is so out in front of you with social media and the internet and and you got to be aware of that and, and cognizant of, of what's going on and what people are saying about you yeah you definitely got to be careful nowadays yeah that's for sure so you know the other thing i love to look at and, and you know again like i said you're the first one that i've really taken this entrepreneurial pitch to mm-hmm. um on, on terms of the podcast but i've i've talked to many over the, the course of being in business and we always i always like to ask like what are your pain points like meaning in this process, I know it's just kind of getting off the ground, but like, what have you experienced so far in terms of things that are just kind of like, man, this stinks or it's really hard to do or anything that really kind of stuck out for you? It's just getting everything in, in, in motion, right? You can talk about it all you want, yeah. but when it comes down to like, okay, let's do this, right? When me and my business partner's like, yeah. all right, let's do this. We're like, okay, well, where do we start, right? You meet with a lawyer, you, you put a business plan together, yeah. right? You put an LLC together. Like there's a lot of steps to it prior to you to it taking off right yeah. and then finding a good place you don't want to just jump into like some random place yep. you know with bad units or you know you know that are very outdated yep. you know just because you think it's a good thing but like there's like a lot of due diligence you got to do through everything so you know it's a, the it all sounds good right from the beginning but there's a process to it all yeah when rubber meets the road what i mean like what are we going to do? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's getting there, getting to that point. That's, that's all the, the stuff that's not fun and not, not sexy, but it, it, it's necessary on right. the front end and getting right. all that in order uh, in the beginning is, is the, the key point. Now kind of again, going, going back and going back and forth a little bit on yeah. you, but have you thought about the, the, the Airbnb world, adding like short-term rentals to your uh, portfolio down the road? Is that something that you like, don't like, or uh, something you see as an advantage, disadvantage to, to what you're looking to build? Yeah, I think, honestly, I think Airbnbs are very profitable mm-hmm. in certain areas, right? Yeah. Depending on where you are. Like, um, no offense, but I don't know if, you know, Wadsworth or, you know, <laughs> hey. Hudson, wherever, you know, our area of the right, neck of the woods right. is probably a real profitable area. You know, you get towards Cleveland, you know, sure. uh, Nashville, right? Yeah. Um, I know we've, we've stayed there in the past, and it's a, you know, the type of area that you stay in. And I know looking into it, deeply now it's it's very profitable for the for the homeowners yeah um you know you get a place you have a mortgage for thousand to fifteen hundred bucks a month and you're charging four thousand dollars a weekend for these people and you know i think down the road that is something that we'll definitely like look into but for now we're just going to keep it tight where we can drive to yeah but you know down the road i i can definitely see us maybe looking into like an arizona or florida and getting a an airbnb rental property because you can get a place, you know, say your monthly mortgage is 1400 bucks, right? But 
you rent it out for only two weeks. Well, there's five grand, six grand, Yep. right? It doesn't have to be rented out the entire year for you to make a profit. Yeah. And, and that's the, I think that's kind of that new wave is, you know, like we were discussing before the show, like Caitlin and I went away down just in, you know, Sugar Creek, Ohio, just 30, 40 minutes right. down the road and stayed in a great cabin and, and you don't have to go far, but being away, especially, you know, with two little kids, yep. you got two yep. and one on the way. So one coming soon. So you're like just getting away with your, your spouse sometimes is, relaxing. So Absolutely. I think those are really going to continue to take off. And I, again, I think it's something that it's hard to say because we haven't, I don't know the, the, the longevity of Airbnb, like when they started, but I wouldn't see what it would do in like an 08 type, you know, equi- I don't say, I don't know if we're going to go back to like an 08 crash. I think right. there's metrics in place that are going to protect us a little bit from that, but I'd like to see it in a, in a real estate recession or real estate bear market to see how, what, what goes on with those short term rentals and where is their money lost? You know, cause you're thinking, right. If I don't have renters, I'm paying the, the mortgage, right. I'm paying right. the bill on the, on the note that I'm borrowing off of. So, you know, is that the first to fall, right. When, when things are tough and things are bad are people not taking these trips anymore? Yeah. And then that's the thing too, is like vacations are obviously not going to be yeah. as prominent then, you know, if a crash does happen or whatever. So that's why, you know, it's always good going back to being conservative, Yep. right. Doing the conservative rentals. Um, I do see value in Airbnb, but I'm a conservative person. Yep. You know, everyone's venture is different. Right. And and that's too, that's true to what you said with the interest rates rising. And, and um, you know, I, I do, obviously the feds have announced that they're going to try to raise rates maybe three to four times this year. So, you know, every, there's this big push to buy, buy, buy or build or, you know, whatever, do everything while interest rates are low. But right. as the interest rates come up, they're going to come up eventually. And, and as they get too, too high, people might say, well, you know what? It doesn't make sense to to buy right now. I'm going to go rent for a few years, and that's you know insert you and exactly your business model, exactly. right? I think you're kind of timing this up really nicely. I do too, yeah. And you know, like you said, as as rates go high, people start renting because they don't want to buy. Yeah, and that's why you want to find those homes that accommodate everyone, right? It's not like you know the rent. You don't want to put a rent renter out there that's super high. You don't want a, a rent margin margin that's super high. You want to be in that middle middle ground so you can you know, pull from all areas. You don't want to be charging $3,000 a month in rent. And then, you know, you're in the one percentile, right? You know, you want to be in that middle ground so you can accommodate everyone. Yeah. Now does that app kind of help you set that metric, uh, like the, the comparable prices? Does it, is it kind of a turnkey type solution that you were talking about a little bit ago? Yeah. So that rent ready app, it just more so it's, it's good for the homeowners, you know, and you know, the renters, but if you want to look at like the areas, you know, it's always just do your due diligence, just go on Zillow or, you know, go on any type of realtor app and you, and you can see the rent in the area, right? You yeah. can see like Stowe, Ohio is getting, you know, point, you know, from here to here. Yep. Um, you know, Wadsworth's getting from here to here and then compare your place to that, right? Compare where it lines up and, you know, put your rent to wherever that margin is. Gotcha. Now, is there any other, um, any other business ventures that, that excites you uh, outside of real estate right now? Or is it kind of the, the, the hot topic? This is kind of taking my, my, my attention, you know? Sure. Because, like I said, you go on Instagram, you go on all these, you know, platforms, and you see these people yeah. just pulling it in and, you know, <laughs> doing all these things. I'm sure a lot of it is fluffed up a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's just something that, you know, why not? Just yeah. try that. So I, 
I'm one of those guys that put all my eggs in one basket and I just attack that one thing. And if it fails, it fails, but you tried. You're right, right. You know? I mean, and that's one thing too, I think with, with every business owner, they're going to have failures at some point in time and saying, where do you, where do you wave the, the white flag at? Right. Or do you ever, you know, right. and, and that's the beauty about real estate is that you don't, I don't think you ever necessarily have to because right. you're owning uh, property, right? You, you have a tangible asset. Got an equity. That, yeah, yeah. That actually at the end of the day that, you only lose when you press the sell button, right? right? It doesn't matter what, you know, Facebook was down 25% the other day. You know, if you don't press the sell button, you don't lose that money. Correct. Right. Same thing with the real estate. Right. If, if the market's down and you're losing 20% on the value of your house, if Brian's not selling his house, he's not losing the money. Right. You know, it doesn't matter. You got the time to wait and, and continue. Right. You're looking for cash flow. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. You're looking for cash flow. And, you know, it's real estate is just like the market. It's going to go up and down. You can't look at it like every month or whatever. It's just, you know, if your house evaluates 20 grand more or depreciates 20 grand, who cares? Yep. It's all about the cash flow because if you make 20 grand at the end of the year, you're in the plus. Right. And it's, like you said, passive income. Exactly. And I don't think there, quite frankly, I don't think there's a better tool out there for passive income than, than real estate. Absolutely. And, and again, you can get as much involved or as little involved as you want. You can hire a property management company to take care of that, or you can oversee everything. Right. And you're kind of in between, in right? Between, you yeah. you want to you do some be of it yourself. On. Yeah, yeah. Be hands on, but also, um, you know, farm out some of that too. Right. Yeah. So, um, any advice to anyone out there? I always like to ask, is anyone out any advice, any young business owner or, or entrepreneur out there that, that wants to start their own business or thinking about taking the leap of faith to do their own thing? Just go all in, yeah. you know, like take it and just go all in because, you know, life is, is, is always going to throw the things at you, but you never know. You could take a leap of faith and, and it could hit off. But like, if you just concentrate all on one thing yeah. and you put all your attention to one thing and you all your effort, you know, things will come your way. Right. And it doesn't matter. Like I said, if you have $0 or $1 billion, right. Just put all the effort into it and make it the way you want it to be. Yeah. And it's always something too, that I've always, something that I've always told myself was I love the fact that the risk was on me, you know, obviously your family, it's, it's, it's extended when you get married and have kids, but at first it's on you. And it, at the end of the day, you got one person to look at in the mirror. It's yourself, right? right? It's a grind. And if I fail because of something that I did, I got to own it. Absolutely. You know, and and I I would rather I would not rather have any situation other than that to say that there's only one person that can make this thing fail, and it's me. Right. And and you know, if I'm going to bet on someone, I'm going to bet on myself. Type 100%. mentality, right? And I think that's something that you've done from day one, going from you know college to to your career and then into this world is saying okay i'm gonna bet on me because it hasn't failed me yet right yeah you know and coming from kent a smaller school and making it to the nfl you know i wasn't i wasn't fed with a golden spoon like all these other big time Mm -hmm. programs right so a lot of the things i had to do on my own yeah i had to yeah i had to make it on my own and like you said betting on yourself you know a lot of these a lot of these big programs they they kind of it just it's a it's to the feeder system. Exactly. Like right? like Alabama. Like you're expected to go to the NFL. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You play ten games, you're gonna go to the NFL. Yep. So that's how it is. But like I've always always been on that grind mentality. Has that chip on your shoulder just kind of stayed there then? Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, going into the NFL is the same thing. Like, you know, I don't care if this dude's from, you know, Alabama, he's all pro or whatever. Like yeah. I'm gonna come here and 
you know. That's that wrestler mindset. Absolutely. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Speaking of, I know how much he loves Wadsworth wrestling, so <laughs> how to get that stab in there. Yeah, uh, ben Bazzelli. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but I think that's cool. I think that's that. That's the drive and the, the – the, the chip on your shoulder that will stay on there is going to continue to make you successful in life after football, whenever that might be. And, and um, no matter what business you decide to do, you right. know, it, it really doesn't matter. It's that constant grind that, like you said, that laser focus on what the, the goal is ahead and just, right. like you said, full steam ahead and hit 100%. it. So, all right, man. Well, we're going to wrap things up. So if you guys have any questions out there, feel free to reach out to us here at the office at 330-473-1060. Or you can go to our website at www.bashrock-fg.com. If you have any questions for myself or Brian, you can shoot us an email at info at bashrock-fg.com. Brian, thanks for uh, two, two awesome episodes, man. I really appreciate it. And we'll get you back soon. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Yep. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.